When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is ESPN Radio. And good Labor Day morning to you and yours. You got my man, Mario Metcalf and Freddie Coleman together doing that ESPN Radio AM Bank. Thanks for joining us. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80, ESPN, you and ESPN too. Brother, Mario Metcalf, long time no see, my man. How you been? Got a little gap band to bring you in as well? Yes. I'm glad to be here with the legend, Freddie Coleman. Oh, they said stop I was going to do the show with Freddie. I said, yes, I want to be a part of that. The legend. I'm so happy for you and the new show. Thank you, my man. Uh, and just love to be here with you, man. Yeah, we're going to have a blast because it's been more than a minute that Myron Metcalf and I have been together having a chance to do this show. Believe me, I can tell all the Friday nights we did together, part of Freddie Fitzsimmons, you being for Ian Fitzsimmons, and so many times we have each other laughing till we had tears in our eyes yes. and our sides were hurting because somebody would do something <laughs> and we reacted to that or some personal thing happened. We reacted to that yes. as well. And we thought we were not going to have that kind of thing. Believe me, we're going to get to Florida State shutting up LSU's head coach because Brian Kelly ran his mouth on Thursday and then he had to eat some crow not even three days later. We're going to do that in about a couple of minutes. But Myra and I were minding our own business and somebody who shall remain nameless, Pat Costello, producing the show, he <laughs> mentioned that he went to our man Jay Williams' birthday party over the weekend. So for those who don't know, Jay Williams used to be a part of this morning show. He's still going to be a part of the ESPN family. We certainly hope so. But I couldn't go to the party because I had a football game to do with Sager Hart taking on Lafayette, so I was going to be busy. I got the invitation. Pat Costello was able to go. And I'm going to let Pat Costello have the story here because <laughs> him telling it is going to be a lot better than me giving you a recap on how the party went and how it especially went for the one and the only Pat Bernie Bush Costello. <laughs> it, was, it was a great party. Um, <laughs> I made the mistake of uh, showing up on an empty stomach. Uh-huh. Never a good idea. Bad idea when you showed up to a party idea. that way. Always a bad idea. Yes, c- bad. Carry on. Enjoyed a couple adult uh, beverages. Uh-huh. And um, I may or may not have gone to lean on the wall, and the wall turned out to be a bush. <laughs> and so I fell into a bush at, at Jay Will's house. At which point he goes, look at my bushes. There's a huge hole in them now. I was like, sorry, man. I thought it was a wall. <laughs> And then Did I lost my car keys. <laughs> okay. Oh, what, wait, say, what's that now? And then I lost my car keys. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, no. You didn't tell that part of the story. What do you mean you lost your car <laughs> keys? What are you talking about? I don't. I wish I knew, Freddie. They're just gone. <laughs> so how did you get home? Uber. Oh, okay. God, the Uber story again. <laughs> Bad, did you, when you fall into a bush, did you sit there for a little bit? Like, just like, oh, yeah. What'd you do? Did you immediately get up or was kind of like, you know what? I'm going to sit here. There's definitely like a good, like, like two or three seconds where I just was like, yeah. I just, that just happened? Am I laying in the bush right now? Because you can't just pop back up. You can't be like, oh, no, you hey, can't. You can't. cool, nothing happened. <laughs> You, you can't pretend like you did this fall. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you can't, you can't, yeah. I, I'm just figuring out the whole lost keys situation because how hard did you either fall into that bush or at a certain point in the night, how did your keys wind up not next to you and not anywhere near you or on you? If I knew that answer, yeah. Freddie, they wouldn't be lost. So they're still lost as of this moment? Still lost. I got a text from Jay actually about 10 minutes ago okay. telling me they looked yeah. everywhere, no keys to be found. Why is he up so early? That's, bad. That's a great question. 
Maybe clock, I guess. I don't know. He's I, used I, to waking probably, up early. I guess so. I, might be a morning guy. Uh, well, he might be a morning guy, but I know if I didn't have to come to work this early in the morning, there's no way I'm up at dark 30 in the morning <laughs> giving updates on the Patrick Costello's keys have been lost or are still lost or have been found at this moment. That's what I'm putting out there. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. No fun to lose your keys. Okay, yeah. Hopefully a good Samaritan found them. Okay. I, I've been in that situation. Excuse me? So ho- hopefully there's somebody good who helped him out. I okay. mean, I found some keys before. All right, because we're on this now situation. with you. Yeah, okay. You need to go forward with this. I want to hear about this well, right now. When I, I was in downtown Chicago one night some, some years back, mm-hmm. right? I was coming from an event. I saw a set of car keys. With adult keys. beverages involved? Uh-huh. Keep going. I, 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 don't, I don't quite remember, but I remember <laughs> there's a set of keys on the road, right? Right. So I first Wait, I'm on, ready. I'm like, on you know, the road? On the road? On the sidewalk. The sidewalk. It's, All right. So I'm like, okay, you know what? <laughs> uh-huh. It's probably someone's car nearby. Maybe I'll just click this thing and I'll know whose car it is. Then I'm like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. That no. was kind of suspicious, no. right? Yes. So I didn't do that. So then I'm like, you know what? What do I do? I sat here for 15 minutes. Maybe someone will come by. Uh-huh. Maybe someone will be like, oh, my goodness, my keys. It never happened, Freddie. Really? I'm in downtown Chicago. There's no lost and found. If I leave it at a police station, how do they find it? Okay. So I took them with me. I took the keys with me. Wait a minute. It just, it just took them. Wait, hold on. You took <laughs> them with took you? The keys. I, okay, here's what I know. I know I'm not a thief. As far as you I'm know. I'm not going to break into somebody's car. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, although, you're literally although, a thief. Although, you're a car thief, thief now. The definition wait, of stealing. Let me cast this version of Myron here. Listen, I now realize that maybe this sounds a bit suspicious, right? But I was like... I know if I have the keys, no right. one's going to take them. True. No one's going to take the car. Right. No one's going to do anything else. Got it. So I didn't know what to do. I just took them with me. Wow. And I just kept them and figured, you know what? At a minimum, that person knows their vehicle and home, they're safe because I have the keys. I didn't know what else to do. So you carjacked someone. He did not carjack somebody. <laughs> stop stop Come saying on that. Now. I didn't take, no, I took the keys so I knew they were safe and Thank secure. You. Yeah. And... That's all I knew what to do. You're a thief. Yeah, downtown no, Chicago. He's not a thief. A he's a key jacker, listen, but he's not a listen, thief. <laughs> if I would have been clicking to find someone's car, Mm-mm. that's that's what a thief would do. I yes. just took them because yeah. I was like, you know what? I know they're safe with me. Okay. That's all. So where are the keys now? Man, they were sitting something somewhere here. Oh, that's the, are you still got them? Yeah, I got like somewhere on the shelf or something. I don't know. I <laughs> so brought you them still back have them. So you yeah, lost somebody's keys that were lost already. <laughs> Hold on a second. They You're not even a good thief. <laughs> Wait. Listen, they lost their keys. That's right. You didn't I take them. I grabbed the keys. Thank you. There's a difference. I grabbed the keys. I didn't take That's my whole thing was is there's no lost and found in downtown Chicago. And what if there I is, do? you don't want to be there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what do you do, Freddie? But then you what? lost them. <laughs> no, he no, still has them. No. He hasn't lost no. them. He still has them. No. That person knows they're safe because right. that they don't have to worry about the worst. You know, wow. like Pat, you don't know who has your keys, right? So that's got to yeah. be a little yeah. concerning. It, it, this person be. can be sure that everything's okay. <laughs> Because I have their keys. So if you're looking for your saying. keys, call 1-800-MEDCAF, and Myra will bring the I'm keys like, back to your house. From, from eight years ago, if you were stumbling around downtown Chicago and you lost some keys, <laughs> give me a call. Oh, God. They might be my, They might be here. This all started very innocently at Jay Wynn's birthday party. 
and it's led to this in my back house, Della Meyerbeck, Kevin, Freddie Coleman this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Oh, I, yeah, you're not a thief. You found them. There's a difference. You don't take somebody's keys, and you you weren't like a light fingered Louie, like a pickpocket no. taking the keys. You got I Pat knew- and Mike accused you of being a thief. Listen, I knew they were safe with me. I know I'm a good person, <laughs> and I wouldn't do anything wrong. Right, Pat, you don't know who's out there, man. Hopefully, hopefully there's a Myron out there for you, Pat, who has done the same thing. Exactly, and you can feel secure in that. No answers there, Pat? None at all? Nothing I'm just to say? wondering what else Myron's stolen off the street. He's not st- Wait a, hold on a second. What, 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 Why are you on, doing man? that? You don't even the care how low you sound. on the sidewalk, man. <laughs> and I waited. I literally waited uh-huh. on like a stoop, oh, hoping God. somebody would come by, and they didn't. I got tears in my eyes between you just three saying, just man. going back and forth with thieves Jeez. and carjackers and all this other kind of thing. The only theory happening last night was the fact that Florida State took the manhood from LSU because on Thursday, it's great transition. I thought I, I did eight years of college did not go down the drain in Mansfield University class in 1987 in Pennsylvania. Now, Brian Kelly, as we go into the Wayback Machine on Thursday, on the Brian Kelly show, he has his own radio show each and every Thursday. The LSU head coach, he called his shot about playing Florida State on Sunday night. We're going to go beat the heck out of Florida State. Hooray! He said it. He got everybody <laughs> excited, Myron Metcalf. And then they got the full beating out of them in the second half, leading Brian Kelly to say this after losing 45-24 to last night to number 8 Florida State. I take full responsibility for not having our team playing the kind of football I thought they would. And um, our players have got to make a decision that, you know, they, they have to get back to the practice field and, and double down on their efforts and their attention to detail and their focus and, and the things that they need to do as well. But this is a, this is a total failure on a coaching standpoint and, and, and a player standpoint that, you know, we have to obviously uh, address and we have to own. Yeah. You don't own it when you say a uh, player standpoint too, Amen. like that message should be strictly for his coaches. Uh, have you heard of cover three? Have you heard of playing zone when Keon Coleman was cutting you up like Allen Iverson in the mid-90s? How would he get that open? Like, at the end of the day, you didn't adjust. You give up 31 unanswered points in the second half. That's a coaching thing. And I think, to me, if I'm a player, Freddie, right, on that LSU team, and I hear my coach say, players have to do this, players have to do that, and we gave up 31 unanswered points and mm-hmm. didn't make any adjustments yeah. on what Jordan Travis was doing, I'm like, bro, you just kind of threw me under the bus when when actuality, you're the one that didn't have us ready. So that's on Brian Kelly and his staff to figure out what went wrong there. Well, and Brian Kelly, I've known Brian Kelly for more than a minute. He is not above putting everybody in the same box when things go wrong because he knew what kind of big moment this was. He believes that LSU is going to challenge for the national championship, not just challenge for an SEC championship or an SEC West championship that they can compete for a national championship. He was all in his feelings on Thursday, got the fan base riled up, and everybody's ready to go. So, yeah, of course he's going to find somebody else to be in that failure box because he's not going to be there by himself because he knows exactly how he put LSU football out there coming into the season and at Southeastern Conference Media Days and then last Thursday. So at that point, he's thinking, well, i got to blame everybody. Everybody's going to be together. We ride together. We die together. Bad boys for life. <laughs> Bad that boys was, for life. That was his theory. But to your point, Myron, I know if I'm a player, I'm thinking, well, Coach, didn't you say that we win and lose together? It can't be that when we win, look what we did or we have a great coaching staff. But when we lose, well, the players, you know, they got to do a better job. Everybody do a better job. And those are the kind of messages that you don't want that to turn sideways against your football team 
if you're a team yeah. that's no longer going to be the number five team in the country after losing to Florida State last night. Yeah, three for 10 on third downs, 0 for three on fourth downs. Like, those are coaching concerns and questions. You give up 31 unanswered yeah. points in the mm-hmm. second half, mm-hmm. that is a thing where you go, okay, coaches, what aren't we doing? Keon Coleman is very good. And I had a good yeah. chance last year when I was sideline reporting for the Big Ten, for ESPN. I saw a lot of Keon Coleman in warm-ups and practices and stuff like that, Freddie. That dude is a freak, and I'm not shocked by anything he's been able to do. Uh, But you have to find a way to neutralize him. Jordan Travis is good, but I don't know if he's 500 yards good the way that LSU made him appear to be when they didn't adjust. So I I just think LSU has to really go back to the drawing board and figure out how are we going to adjust because this was a great opportunity – to get a big win to help your playoff hopes. Now you got to be even better down the stretch to have a chance. Brian Kelly, words of advice, even though I don't like to tell grown people what to do as the LSU head coach. Omar from the wire said it best. You come at the king, you best not miss. Best not Last miss. night, they missed a lot in the second half oh, and yeah. got the blood beaten out of them in the second half by Florida State as the Seminoles win it by a count of 45 to 24. He's Myron Metcalf and Freddie coming this morning together on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU and ESPN Tune. And it's Good Hands Moment of the Week brought to you by Allstate. With insurance from Allstate, you'll be game day ready every day. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent today to learn more. Allstate, you're in good hands. Speaking of Seminoles, an ex-Seminole, Deion Sanders, hmm. it's his world. We're all just living it after what happened on Saturday with Colorado beating up on, tech, on Texas Christian University. But my man, Myron Metcalf, has some problems with Planet Dion. We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This is ESPN Radio. Oh, he's feeling like the king of college football right now when it comes to Deion Sanders and Colorado, a 21-place point underdog, and they take down number 17 TCU with 86 different players and only three players from the team last year that went 1-11. and He's Myron Metcalf. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPN2 and ESPNU. You can join the talk anytime you want at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Wait until you hear what Myron Metcalf has to say about kind of being uncomfortable with Deion Sanders and Colorado winning on Saturday. But check out what Deion Sanders had to say about Colorado winning on Saturday, making a whole bunch of people uncomfortable things that have never been done and that makes people uncomfortable 
when you see a, a confident black man sitting up here talking his talk, walking his walk, coaching 75% African-Americans in the locker room, that's kind of threatening. Oh, they don't like that. But guess what? We're going to consistently do what we do. I, I don't know about that. I, I mean, to, to me, my challenge with Dion, mm-hmm. and he's sort of talking about the plight of black coaches here. I don't think he's faced those hurdles. Like, Dion's at Colorado because he's Dion. Absolutely. He's a superstar that we've known for 40 years. He's been flashy since the 80s. That's why they wanted him, because you knew what you would get. So in terms of, you know, people being uncomfortable, I, I don't know that you bring him into Colorado if that's the case. I think Dion is almost acting like we don't know him that we haven't seen him in the Aflac commercials and dancing <laughs> in the end zone at Florida State uh-huh. and with the Dallas Cowboys and 49ers. Like, come on, man. Like, this is what we expected. No one watched that game on Saturday, Freddie, and thought, you know what? After the game, they're going to give Dion the mic, and he's going to be really humble. <laughs> we all knew what he was going to do. We right. all knew. And listen, Dion gets to talk his talk. 86 new players. Nobody believed in that team. We all assumed they'd be terrible. Mm-hmm. They go out and beat the national runner-up on the road. That is something to be celebrated. I'm all for that. Shadur Sanders looked amazing. Travis right. Hunter mm-hmm. somehow uh, has unlimited conditioning. Yeah, but it's I don't one. know what he's taking, but I want but, some of that to the 25th yeah, power. I'm with you. But it's week one, Freddie. You know, yeah. this was great, but there is a long road ahead. When you have star power and you know how to use your star power, you're going to do that. And I'm not going to say that you're wrong with what he had to say about Deion Sanders. There's a lot There's a lot of right there what he had to say. But I will say that about Deion Sanders putting it out there, he's going to do everything he can to reduce the pressure on his players. He wants that pressure. He invites that pressure. He invites that spotlight because he knows that if Neon Deion, that people are paying attention to him, then that's less that his young men have to deal with, especially 86 new players and only three stars from last year. It could have been very easy for his players to be overwhelmed by the moment. It looked like TCU was overwhelmed by the spotlight of Deion Sanders and being on national TV. They could not have anticipated that Shadur Sanders would go out there and light them up like fireworks on July 4th because he was all over the place with football, and he made a TCU defense that's pretty good, and he punished them every which way. And I know they had 10 starters coming back from last year, but still nobody thought as a 21-plus point favorite that TCU was going to lose his ball game. But everything that Dion has been able to do, you can say that he wants to spotlight on him. Well, yeah, he's always been like that. Remember, this is the same guy when he got drafted. He said, the Detroit Lions draft me. They're going to pay me so much money they have to put me on layaway. If that's not a guy that doesn't look for the spotlight, then you have not been paying attention to Deion Sanders since the late 1980s and early 1990s. But to me, he, we, always know, we always know, Myron, how calculated he's always been. It is very, very calculated by him putting it out there. Yes, yeah, celebrate my team. Come after me. This way, it's less pressure they have to deal with because he knows it's only going to be exponentially increased from this moment on based on what they did on Saturday. Yeah, but I think, Freddie, he's increased expectations, though. You know what I mean? Which is what he wants, though. I think he maybe wants that for himself. I think certainly when it comes to the transfer portal, if you're a transfer and you watch that game Mm -hmm. and you watch postgame, you're like, maybe I want to be a part of that. I think that's who he's kind of talking to. But for the guys in his locker room, the bar is only higher now after you get a win like that. And, again, they don't have to do much beyond this to have a successful season. Mm-hmm. You just beat the national runner-up. <laughs> right. I think the over-under was three and a half games. So they're already on pace to overachieve. And you got to give Dion full credit for really putting together a team from scratch, going out and playing like that against a team that was in a national championship game. At the same time, 
I don't know that it's necessary for Dion to do the whole reporters don't believe in me. Uh-huh. People are threatened by me. Like, we know who you are. Like, you're, you're not some guy who just showed up to Colorado and people are like, oh, this guy's kind of brash. We saw that 40 years ago, 30 years ago. We expect that from Dion, and that's a part of the appeal. So that part feels disingenuous to me, Freddie, where it's like, hey, nobody wants to deal with Dion. What? We've been <laughs> dealing with you and understanding you this entire time, and that's why people like him. Barry Metcalf, Freddie, coming this morning. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X Channel 80, as well as ESPN2 and ESPNU. We mentioned Dion Sanders and carrying that weight, like that old song from the Beatles from the White Album. Deion Sanders does not mind carrying that weight. But if he's going to do that, he's going to bring receipts with him by having that weight on his shoulders. You carry the receipts the entire season? I'm not vindictive like that. I just like them to know that I know that you really ain't with me. You really ain't with us. You really don't believe. You really don't want to see me win. You don't want to see me in, 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 uh, in victory or at peace and have joy. I know you don't want to see that, but I love it. It ain't nothing different. Why would I expect something different? It was like that when I played, right? So I'm just I'm playing another game. I'm just out, off the field. I'm not on the field now, but I can affect what's on the field. And I'm thankful for that. I really am. I know if I'm in that locker room, Myron Metcalf, and I heard that, everything that he's mentioned, hey, guys, it's us versus everybody else. He furthered that message. If you're a player in that locker room and you know that he's always believed in you, and he wants you to have more of that belief in yourself because he also said after the game, there were some of my players that did not believe. They believe now based on seeing it and how we're able to win this football game and competing at that level. I know from a player in that locker room and your coaches preached us against the world, then we go and win and he continued that message. That made a lot of smiles in that locker room based on that exchange with that report about you don't believe in us, but we're keeping receipts. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly saying, hey, we got to play with an edge. There are doubters out there. I just don't know who he's talking to. Like, who's supposed to believe? Reporters? Like, the media doesn't have to believe in anybody. We don't play. You know, we're not on the team. So I'm not sure what he means by that. And then when he talks about, you don't want to see me have joy, when did Deion Sanders become a villain? You're in commercials with Nick Saban, okay? You've been on TV for all of these years. You were with the Dallas Cowboys. Well, guess what? Were you polarizing? Of course. Some people didn't like you. But a whole lot of people loved you. When you took the helicopter from a football game to a Braves game in the World Series, people loved you. So I just don't know this idea of Dion the villain that he's trying to cook up. At the end of the day, he's here because people are like, you know what? If anybody could turn a team like that around and get players to come to Boulder, Colorado, it's Dion Sanders. So that part to me feels like, okay, you don't have to lean into that. You can say, hey, we got doubters without being like no one's ever liked Deion Sanders. Come on, get out of here well, with that. Well, Deion is not going to do the saucy routine, Myron, when it comes to stuff like I that. I get it. It's going to be bombast. It's going to be bravado. It's going to be everything that's going to have that, that light going, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah. And now with those expectations, you're going to say, guys, this is what we wanted. This is what we got. Now how are you going to handle that going forward? Either way, right now it is Coach Prime's world. We're all just living in it, whether we like it or not. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Me and Myron Metcalf want to hear your boldest NFL prediction heading into the season that starts on Thursday with Kansas City hosting Detroit. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let us know what is your boldest NFL prediction heading into this season. Get ready for that after Myron has this from O-O-O-O'Reilly. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with the right parts, advice from their professional parts people, and their free loaner tool program. There's no need to purchase a tool if you're only going to use it once. Your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store has more than 80 specialty tools available for use during your next repair. Refundable deposit required. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and ask about their free loaner tool program or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is ESPN Radio. We are literally three days away from the beginning of the NFL season 2023 as Kansas City, the Chiefs will host the Detroit Lions to get everything kicked off on Thursday Night Football. My Metcalf and Freddie Coleman, I always appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN2, and ESPN. You presented by Progressive Insurance. We're not going to give our bold predictions yet. We're going to let you take over the country. We're going to let you take over the network. Make us laugh, make us angry, make us go what the blank. Either way, it is time for you to give us your bold NFL prediction going into this season. It's time for you to take over the network at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Johnny in North Carolina, what is your bold NFL prediction for 2023? Good morning, guys. My bold prediction for 2023 is the Browns going to the Super Bowl. Wow. That is why. Why do you feel that? That's a good bold prediction. Why? Yeah. Why, why the Browns in that? What I believe is going to be the toughest division in football. Well, I'm, I'm a diehard Browns fan. I'm originally from Cleveland, but Deshaun Watson he got a full summer with deep at talented at all positions. Maybe a little lacking that linebacker. I like Tim Schwartz. I think he's going to be aggressive, like our chances. Well. I think if Deshaun Watson bounces back, right? Yes. And, and I get that. I do think it's it's fair to say finally he has a, a real off season after not playing as long as he did uh, due to his own self-inflicted wounds. But if he looks like Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. the all-pro guy from the Texans, yeah, I think yeah. the Browns are in an interesting position. But to your point, Fred, that division is so tough. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be so difficult to get wins uh, for even a good team in that division. So we'll see. Yeah, I think – all four teams in that division have the capability of winning at least nine games. To his point, that defense should be better than Jim Schwartz. Miles Garrett could be in contention with Defensive Player of the Year. And, mind you're exactly right. If they get anywhere near Deshaun Watson, if he's close to 75% of yeah. what we saw the last time he's on the football field, 
they do have talent at any kind of position. They got Nick Chubb running the football. They got that offensive line. They got wide receiver that can make plays like Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore. But in what I believe is going to be the toughest division, that might be good if they get nine to ten wins and keep them out of the playoffs because Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh could be really good in that division. And that's going to be the challenge. Yeah, no doubt about that. Kevin in Florida, what is your bold NFL prediction in 2023? Hey, good morning, guys. Happy Labor Day. I hope everybody's well. We are. And, and um, same to you, my friend. My, Thanks. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. My bold prediction is Bryce Young will lead the Carolina Panthers to the playoffs. You know what? That's not – I don't mind that it's bold prediction, but it's not crazy to think that because they're not the NFC South this year, Marin. They're the NFC yeah. South, S-O-U-F. When that division is going to be maybe an eight-win division winner, you don't get T-H. You get F at the end of that. But that's not exactly too far-fetched because the defense is going to play well. They're going to run the football. Frank Reich has shown he can make quarterbacks even better. That's not exactly outlandish that Carolina can win that division. No, nah, the NFC South is closer to the SEC East, I think, at this point. And you look how, <laughs> how bad those teams could be. I mean, you know, the Falcons obviously counting on B.J. Robinson, B. John Robinson. Uh, you know, you obviously have uh, the Saints and what they're doing, trying to rebuild. Right. Tampa Bay with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Bryce Young, I think with D.J. Chark, if he steps up, Adam Thielen, that they get, you know, Adam Thielen from a couple years ago, mm-hmm. they could certainly get into the playoffs. I don't think it's that bold right. uh, the, the, to say that. Yeah, the Saints should win a division because they have the best defense in that division, but the Carolina Panthers, yeah. led by Brian Burns, who's one of the best defensive tackles in the league, they're not that far behind. It's not like anybody is that far ahead of everybody else in the yeah. NFC, S-O-U-F, not S-O-U-T-H. Tommy in Tennessee, what is your bold NFL prediction, my friend? Uh Mark this down, guys. The uh, the Bears, I think, are going to be the most Im- improved team in the NFL. I think they're going to win the NFC Central. I, I have a lot of faith in Justin Fields. He's he's underrated. They're just uh, to me, they're building, and uh, I just I think they're improved in all areas, and they're going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think the Bears could improve. And you still may not notice it just because I think the Lions are going to improve as well. Yeah. You got to deal with them. Say mm-hmm. what you want about the Vikings. Won a lot of close games last year, but I think they'll still be a solid team. I agree. Uh, and then we don't know what happens with Jordan Love and the Packers. So I think Justin Fields will be better. We saw his improvement last year, but that doesn't mean that that's a playoff team. You know, they still might be a year away from that, but I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what happens in that division. Yeah, adding DJ Moore is really going to help him because now he has a number one wide receiver. The the defense has to be better, of course, and we'll see if they can make those kind of steps. But even with all of that, Myron, I'm with you. They could be a seven-win team, in my opinion, at best, which won't put them in the playoffs, even though the NFC is not as strong as the AFC. But if we see any kind of exponential growth with Justin Fields where he doesn't have to be the best running back and best quarterback on that team, then we'll see that ramp up from the Chicago Bears. But it is a lot harder, more than ever before in the NFL, to go from three wins to seven to eight wins. Believe you can be that kind of improved team going into a season. Melvin from my hometown of Brooklyn, USA, all day, every day in New York. Melvin, thanks for calling Freddie Cohen and Meyer Metcalf on ESPN Radio at 888-729-3776. Melody Mel, what is your NFL bro prediction for 2023? Good morning, Freddie. Good morning, Myra. Myron. Hey. Um, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. With the high-powered offense, with uh, Garrett Wilson, Bryce Hall, and the defense, Quentin Williams, and Sauce Gardner, I think we bring home the Super Bowl this year. Wow. Yeah, that Jets hype train. 
Melbourne. I'm a Ooh. Jets fan as well, my friend. That's I, not bold. Yeah, yeah, it's not bold. But yeah, you know what? Not. Here's why it's bold as a Jets fan, as a long-suffering Jets fan that I've been, and that could be redundant depending on who you talk to. You're long-suffering a Jets fan in the same sentence. I got way too much PTSD, Myron, from expectations and falling short. And the worst thing for me is I go back to 1999 after they got the AFC Championship game, led the Denver Broncos 10 nothing, and everybody's saying this is going to be the year for the Jets. Vinny Testaverde, that defense, Keyshawn Johnson, he ruptured his Achilles week one versus New England, and they never recovered. When you have PTSD, anything regarding the Jets winning a Super Bowl is a bold prediction that Jets fans – will say to themselves, yep, that'll be really bold that actually happens with the New York Jets. Well, I think that's going to be interesting because I'm sure Jets fans feel that way, but in terms of the national perception, nothing seems impossible for these Jets. So I I think the expectation when you add in the hard knocks hype and everything else is that the Jets should get there. The good news about the Jets, though, Freddie, Uh is we're not going to have to wait to see what they're all about. You're right. They are playing Buffalo mm-hmm. week one. We're going to find out exactly what they're made of yeah. and how their chances of winning that division in that matchup, I think. Yeah, Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs, Broncos, Eagles, Giants, Chargers. That's the first part of the seven, eight games of the Ooh. Jets' schedule. Yeah, if they're going to be any good or not be any good, we're going to find out we'll in that first out. part of the schedule. Mind you're right. Next Monday when they take on the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football, 8-15 Eastern time, on ESPN, Bills have owned this division. The Jets feel like they can take that division. We'll see exactly if that's going to shake out. We're going to keep those bold predictions coming from you. We'll give you some of ours at Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Before we get to that real quick, Richard in Texas has something to say to Maya Metcalf about okay. Deion Sanders. Richie Rich, my friend, what you got? Good morning there, uh, OG Freddie. <laughs> Morning, you tried bro. to wake Myron up. My brother, <laughs> Myron. Yes, Richard. What's going on, Richard? Brother Dion, his back is against the wall against all America. What did he say at the end of it? Thank you, America. Let me tell you, there are millions of people like Lee Corso who said on game day, Saturday, I want him destroyed. I hope his team gets destroyed. He said it three times. Brother Myron, he's in Boulder. You know about Boulder? I've been oh, there. Yeah. No, I've been I've there. Been there. <laughs> yeah, we know both about have. Boulder? You know how we accept it in Boulder? I, I've, been, I've been to Boulder before, but I, oh, I don't think. That's all I got to say about <laughs> Dion and what he had to say. <laughs> see, here's my problem. Here, here's my point about what Dion said. Uh-huh. When, when Dion talks about being brash as a black coach, is there an element of that for black coaches? A hundred percent. My yeah. point is Dion's celebrity status puts him in a different category. The Colorado went to Dion Sanders and said, listen, we don't have the money to hire you. But we're going to find $28 million from somewhere to make it happen. And they and found like what, a Freddie? day and a half. Yeah. Those donors put up $28 million to get Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is he might be a villain to national reporters or whatever, because right. who would have believed in him after 86 new players? But the idea that everybody's against Deion, that's nonsense. A lot of people love Deion, and a lot of people love the fact that he's in Colorado because they thought he could do exactly what he did right. on Saturday. They didn't think it was going to happen on Saturday. They thought it was going to happen maybe next year, but it did happen. By the way, to clarify, Lee Corso on college game day, he said he believed that Colorado was not going to beat TCU, that TCU was going to beat them by 50. He said he understands what Deion Sanders was doing. He said he doesn't like the way he went about it. 
casting up all those players. But he's not wrong by saying that plenty of people want him to fail, meaning Deion Sanders, and fail early, and it didn't happen. I don't think Lee Crosser was one of them, but I'm not going to put him in that box as well. We get back to your NFL calls at 888-729-3776. We'll give you our bowl predictions for the upcoming NFL season, and we want to hear from you at 888-SAY-ESPN. He's Myron Metcalf. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, and ESPNU. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is ESPN Radio. I can't remember in recent memory where you could look at every NFL team and find a storyline that would get your attention. That is the power of the National Football League. But Meyer Metcalf and Freddie Coleman appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on ESPN2 and ESPNU. We'll take a couple more of your calls about bold NFL predictions. When it comes to 2023, the NFL season kicks off on Thursday as Kansas City, the Chiefs, will host the Detroit Lions. We'll let you weigh in at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But Myron Metcalf, you can start this off. What is your bold prediction that everybody will say, it's outlandish, but I can see it happening? I mean, you know, I don't even know if it's necessarily that outlandish. Okay. But the Seattle Seahawks will be in the NFC Championship game with a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, I I think Geno Smith does not get enough credit for what he did Uh last year. They brought him back on a really team-friendly contract. Okay, Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, that injury Mm -hmm. uh, stinks for that franchise. But he'll be back. And I think once he's back, you put him with Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, that that is to be the top receiving core in the entire NFL. Geno Smith was top 10 in QBR, top 10 passer rating last year. Uh He's good. I don't know if he's great. But I don't think he has to be. Uh, I think that defense will be improved as well. Okay. Uh, I think the Seahawks right. are going to be the team that we see in the NFC Championship facing who? I don't know, but they'll be there. Okay. I like that bold prediction. You know, Geno Smith last year, over 4,200 yards passing, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Pete Carroll was going, see, I told you that's the guy we needed more than Russell yeah. Wilson. <laughs> uh, you know, He's better. I, yeah, 
and Seattle gave San Francisco more than a little bit in that playoff game in San Francisco. That game was close going into the fourth quarter before they got worn down by the 49ers. So I don't think that's that's pretty good. I like that bold prediction. I'll give you a good one. I don't think it's going to yeah. happen, but I'll give you one. The Green Bay Packers are going to win the NFC North. And Jordan Love's first year as a starting quarterback. Ooh. Minnesota Vikings, that defense still bothers me. They don't have Dalvin Cook at running back and Kirk Cousins playing the final year of his contract. That may be too much for them to deal with. And then you got the Detroit Lions. They are the chic pick to be the NFC North champions. But Green Bay's defense may be the best defense in that division. And if Jordan Love can look anything like I saw in that game versus Philadelphia on the road, where he wasn't scared against that defense, they hit him a couple of times, mine like a pinata, didn't back down, <laughs> made some quality throws. He's going to grow with this team. Do not be surprised that it's not Detroit, that it's not Minnesota, but the Green Bay Packers, my bold prediction, could win the NFC North. I think that is pretty bold because it means Jordan Love is going to have to do something we haven't seen from him yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had a great preseason, but I think there are a lot of things that he hasn't done yet to make it feel like he's the quarterback of at least the near future at Green Bay. But the Lions are going to be good. The Bears could be improved, and the Vikings could be good again. So I do think that's pretty bold. Uh, in year one of Jordan Love as a starter for Green Bay. Can you imagine that happens? I'll be just like Pat McAfee on Saturday oh, when he predicted Colorado's going to be TCU and people said, you got to be out of your mind. And then it actually happened whether he believed it or not. Those are our bold predictions. What yeah. are yours at triple eight? say ESPN, 888-729-3776. He's Myron Metcalf. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Ed, in the great state of New Jersey, Ed, what is your NFL bro prediction for 2023? Good morning. My uh, bro prediction for 2023 will be that the Detroit Lions, led by Jared Goff, who wins MVP, will have a perfect season. Wow. See, that's what I'm talking about with bold predictions. Not only MVP Jared Goff, but... Lions 17 and oh, Detroit Lions. Yeah, I, I feel like Lions fans and Jets fans have a group chat to see <laughs> who can be a little more kind of out there, right? Like uh-huh. you all are both going a little too far. I mean, the Lions, I think, could be pretty good. Um, but remember, they started off slowly last year and they finished strong. Yeah, they did. Derek Goff hasn't put together that back to back stretch where you're like, okay, this is the guy. So we'll see. Um, but that is really bold to yeah. think that they're going to be perfect uh, this season. Yeah, not only will we find out early this Thursday when they're at Kansas City, but they play Seattle yeah. home the next week, two teams that made the playoffs. And that Seahawks team, they're going to be even better on defense. They were pretty good last year. So, yeah, we'll find about the Lions. They, they go undefeated. I think Detroit's just going to secede from the United States because nobody would expect yeah. that to happen with the Detroit yeah. Lions. Maurice in Dallas, what is your bold NFL prediction for 2023? Going on. So uh, my bold prediction is that the Chargers, with the addition of Kellen Moore and their plethora of receiving options, <clears throat> and uh, with the Chiefs and the key loss at left tackle and Patrick Mahomes' fragile ankle and so detriment at receivers, uh, receiving options even more than last year, and the holdout with the D tackle is going to cost them a couple games, and the Chargers finally push through and win that division. Okay, that's pretty bold. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty bold considering that the Chiefs own this division. For the last six years, and I know Chris Jones may not be there at the beginning of the season. It looks like more than likely, but uh, th- that's pretty bold, mind because this has been the Chiefs' division. It has not been close for a couple of those years. 
I agree, but but I do think, you know, there are questions about Kansas City. Remember, we haven't had a back-to-back champion in 20 years mm-hmm. in the NFL. You lose Orlando Brown to Chris Jones. Chris Jones' holdout appears to be real. And, and you know, the, the receivers looks like, you know, maybe someone you'd see on Tecmo Bowl or something. They're so anonymous. <laughs> nobody knows who those guys are. And I know Patrick Mahomes could turn water into wine. Um, but But I think we need to pay attention to Kansas City and see if they answer some of these big questions. I don't know about the Chargers, Freddie, but I am looking at Kansas City and going, okay, there are some holes there that have to be addressed. The one thing that should scare everybody else in that division and really everybody else in the AFC is that Patrick Mahomes is not willing to settle. He told anybody who was willing to listen, you know what, we're about chasing our legacy. That should scare the you-know-what out of anybody out there because he's not just saying, we know we're the best. He's like, you're coming after us. We're going to be coming after you. He's my Metcalf. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio. And other than Colorado's upset of TCU on Saturday, what else impressed us from this opening weekend in college football? Keep it here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. More next.